Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And this week it is really, this is just me talking to myself. (laughs) This is the message that uh, as I think about my last uh, couple of days just in life, and um, some of my own personal experiences and challenges and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, This is me talking to me. This is what I need to hear. And if you need to hear it, then here I am for you. If it is not what you need to hear, then maybe next week (laughs) we'll come up with something different, something that'll be better for you. Um, A couple things that I have uh, been thinking about. This is not what we're talking about today, by the way. But there was a conversation that I had a week or two ago as I was teaching Elders Quorum at church, and we started talking about the idea of perfectionism and how that ties in or doesn't tie in with becoming perfect or being perfected in Christ. And so I have some thoughts that I'm uh, developing on that, and we'll talk. We'll talk about that. I want to just kind of explore. And this is something maybe Annette and I will talk about, or maybe I'll pull somebody else in. We'll get um, that other sibling of mine. What, what was his name? <laughs> we'll get Mark. Who knows? We'll get somebody. We'll talk about j- just the idea of being perf- perfect. Because I don't think I'm unique when I talk about having a perfectionist um mindset or kind of a, a perfectionist uh, approach. Um, I don't like messing things up. I don't like getting things wrong. And so being a perfectionist can uh, protect me from some of that. But uh, I want to explore what what's the downside, if any. Uh, but I think there are some downsides. So we'll talk about that. But here's me talking to me today. Um your opinion, your opinion of me is none of my business. And um, I'm just going to share a couple of things. I'm going to be very big because none of, none of the details for my life matter. But um, this is, uh, I, I just had a couple conversations with a couple different people over the last couple of days that um, have been different than what I had expected, maybe, or anticipated. So had a conversation with an employee and the employee made a decision that I disagreed with. Now, that's okay. I'm not right about everything. I, I I struggle to say that because I'm right about so many things. But I had a, a conversation with the employee and just shared my thoughts that <laughs> really boiled down to when, when I ask you to do something, I expect you to do it. Now, from a work standpoint, that uh, a lot of times is just unfortunately, sorry, <laughs> sorry if you work with me. That's just how it goes. Sometimes I'm going to make decisions. You may not like the decisions. Maybe I don't like the decisions. Maybe it's something that is part of a bigger picture that I'm trying to accomplish. But uh, I found out. 
I got some feedback from somebody else that that employee was so um, <laughs> affected. Let's we could use that word by that that uh, they went to a another party uh, to express the dissatisfaction. And um, I think there are earlier versions of me where that would have kind of crushed my soul. It would have been really difficult for me to hear. And, and because, you know, my, <laughs> my mom um, tends to think, hi mom, tends to think that I'm uh, a decent guy. And I've got a wife who loves the, uh, the person that I'm becoming. And she thinks that I'm uh, on the positive side <laughs> of um, the, you know, I, the way I think about it is if you think about a newspaper, the, the important stories are on the, uh, above the fold. And so that's just kind of a, kind of a shorthand way of, of me thinking about that. I'm in the top 50%. I'm better than many or most, uh, at a lot of things. And so there are things certainly that I'm not great at, but there are, uh, sometimes that I have gotten feedback i've heard either directly or indirectly that people have been disappointed in me in my choices and my decision decisions in my um i don't know attitudes um my uh, whatever take your pick and in some cases um those criticisms may be may be based in fact and i can take the criticism and i can improve from that i don't remember if i've told this story <laughs> on the podcast. If uh, you've looked at my most recent book, uh, actually it's my second most recent book. It's called um, Surviving the Boss from Hell. Uh, you can check that out on my Bad Boss podcast, <laughs> which maybe I'll link to that. But uh, I tell a story about a boss that I had. This is many, many years ago, different company. And I was um, working for a woman that I had not worked with before and she had been out on a leave of absence. So uh, for the first few months anyways, that I was working really in her uh, operation, in her organization, I had not worked directly with her because she was, she was absent. And I had many conversations with the, the manager, the, the supervisor who was covering her. And based on those conversations, I thought things were going pretty well. I thought I was on a, uh, the right trajectory. I was uh, ready when she came back. It was about the time that our annual performance reviews were were coming up, and so I was confident, based on the feedback that I'd gotten or lack of feedback that I just didn't recognize was missing. She started the conversation, and, and again, I'm walking into this thinking I've got this pretty well figured out. We were getting, uh, our, we were rated on a five point scale, five points. Uh, five was best, one was the worst, three was meeting expectations. And I thought, absolutely, and I was a new supervisor, I thought, absolutely, I have got to be at least a three. I'm at least hitting the expectations and maybe, maybe a little bit better. Um, I thought I was above the fold. And I think in a lot of ways I was, but she started the conversations with three, the conversation with three words and the three words were, Ken, I'm concerned. And instantly I realized, this is not going the way the way I thought it was. Now, a couple things about that. Number one, she was absolutely right. She was 100% right about everything that she said. Every criticism that she had, every uh, element of feedback that she offered, 100% true. Now, my 
lack of performance was not necessarily because I was lazy. Uh, absolutely, it was not because I was lazy. It was not because I didn't understand the expectation. It was because I didn't have any feedback that uh, directly connected me to what was needed. Hey, here's where your performance is. Here's where I needed to be. And once I got that, I saw an instant improvement uh, myself. And then, and my next <laughs> performance review was not started with Ken. I'm concerned. So there's that. There are things. There things. I think in our lives where there are uh, areas where we fall short. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about where we aren't perfect. Uh, we may talk about that next week when we talk about perfection, uh, if that's when we end up doing it. I've got some conflicts that I may have to work around to make that happen. But um, what I am talking about is the opinions. I'm talking about the ideas. I'm talking about the um, the thoughts that other people have. So I have a very different management style than most of the managers I know. And I'm not saying that that's good or bad. It's not good or bad. I remember when I was teaching seminary many years ago, I was teaching freshmen, sophomores. I taught two years. And uh, when I was replaced, I was replaced by somebody who I thought was a, a fine teacher, but we had very different styles. And as some of the students would come to me and tell me that their concern about this new instructor, I just reminded them, he's different. Different isn't good. And different isn't bad. It's just different. And when we get into judging different, then we're, we're going off of opinion. Uh, one of my favorite things in the whole world is promised land chocolate milk. My second favorite chocolate milk, by the way, is Kroger brand. I'm not a big fan of Walmart's brand or Myers brand or even Oberweiss, one of the local dairies here. I, it just doesn't, they don't do anything for me. Promised land, like drinking a candy bar. Kroger, pretty close to that. And I realize, <laughs> as as hard as this may be to believe, that there are people who like other brands of chocolate milk. Uh, Edison, my sweet little 16-year-old son, <laughs> works for Handel's Ice Cream. The, the best ice cream they have is Chocoholic Chunk. It's a rich, dark chocolate ice cream with chunks of semi-sweet, I'm guessing, semi-sweet chocolate. Amazing. It's it's fantastic. And it's the best. Uh, CJ likes to give me a hard time because anytime we go to Handles, I like to sample all different things. I want to try the key lime pie. I want to try the spouse like a house. I want to try the Oreo dough or whatever they call it. And I always land on chocolate chunk. It's the best. Now, it's the best. It's what I like, but it doesn't mean that it truly is the best. It doesn't mean that that it's that if it's not your best or your favorite, that there's something wrong with you. And I know that those are some, maybe some silly examples, but I think what I need to hear myself say <laughs> today is when it comes to opinions, when it comes to what other people think about you, and I, this is me talking to me, what other people think about you is none of your business. They're going to have their opinions. Uh, <laughs> the phrase that just came to my mind is haters are going to hate. That's a Taylor Swift song, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm not a Swifty, I guess. But there are going to be people who look at my style 
and they're going to say, I'm doing it wrong. And there are going to be other people who look at my style and they say, he's doing it right. There are some people that may look at me and say, uh, he's below the fold. He's not, he's not cutting it. And other people are going to look at what I'm doing, what I'm accomplishing. They're going to say he's above the fold. Now, when we're talking about facts, uh, in the past, I think we've talked about uh, the coaching model that I use when I'm coaching people. Circumstances. A circumstance is a fact. It's provable. It's, uh, it's undeniable. And it's something that we would all uh, agree on. I'm the best, not a fact. That's an opinion, maybe. Uh, but it's not a fact. Um, I achieved this result that could be documented, that could be proven. I wrote a book that's documented, that's provable, that's something I can I can uh, show evidence for. Uh, it's a bestseller book. Uh, <laughs> I can uh, manufacture statistics maybe that, that show that it is a bestseller book, even though there may not be a tremendous number of copies sold. So when somebody says something. Sometimes you don't hear these things. Sometimes you just hear that these things exist, but other people are going to have opinions about you and their opinion is none of your business. They're going to have opinions. There are going to be people who like you for whatever reason they like you. There are going to be people who don't like you for whatever reason they don't like you. The reasons don't matter. The, the reason that people like me or don't like me don't matter. Because I happen to connect with certain people. That's wonderful. It's amazing. It makes my life richer in a lot of ways. And the fact that I, and I was going to say, but the fact, but I don't think it's but the fact. I think, and the fact that I don't connect with some people doesn't mean that there's anything that's gone wrong. I don't think that that means that there's a problem. I don't think that it means that there's Anything that I necessarily need to fix. So, having said that, I'm not convinced yet. <laughs> so I may need to say this a few more times um, because it can stink. It can it can hurt when um, I have a wife, for example, who thinks that I'm wonderful and amazing, and not, I'm not just putting words in her mouth. Sometimes she actually says those those exact words. I have a mom who thinks that I'm wonderful and amazing. I've got friends who sometimes think that I'm wonderful and amazing. And then I have other people that just don't. And um, it's helpful for me to remember their, their opinion is none of my business. And the thing about that, that is really interesting. It feels so true. It feels, um, it stings because maybe there's a, there's a fear. Maybe there's an element of truth in, in the criticisms that I hear. But other people's opinions about me or about you, if you happen to be applying this to your own self, but other uh, people's opinions about me are an indication of them and where they are and their likes and dislikes, their interests and disinterests. It has nothing to do with me and my worth or my value as a human being on this planet, as a child of God. And I think that's important to remember. I think it's important for me to remember because sometimes it's easy to forget. It's easy to um, hear the the clamor, hear the criticisms, hear the the justifications, hear the 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 maybe unkind remarks, or maybe the um, the disagreements. But I'm reminding me. I'm reminding you. Their opinion doesn't matter. 
it's a reflection of them. It's not a reflection on you. I believe, and I, I really do believe, that you and I and everybody are of infinite worth. The Doctrine and Covenants, um, which is a, uh, a book of scripture that we use in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there's a scripture that says, the worth of a soul is great. It doesn't say the worth of um, attractive souls is great. It doesn't say the worth of rich souls is great. It doesn't say the worth of unaddicted souls is great. It says the worth of a soul is great in the sight of God. We are his children. And if somebody doesn't see that, that's not a you problem. That's a them problem. I don't know that I have anything more to say about it. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to listen to this because I think it's a, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder for me. Maybe it's a good reminder for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. It means a great deal to me. Sometimes I get uh, feedback. Sometimes I get it in person. Sometimes I get it in text message. Sometimes I get it in email. You can always email me, Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And I love hearing your thoughts. I love hearing your ideas. And we don't have to always agree. And sometimes we will. And if you have something to uh, share, I'd love to hear it. I'll give you a shout out. Probably. <laughs> but thanks for listening. It's, by the way, this is episode 99. We'll do something fun, maybe, maybe, for episode 100. Um, I'll have to think about it. I'll think about it, maybe not for very long, but we'll we'll um, start to celebrate. Uh, maybe we'll have a, a series of celebrations. I don't know, haven't thought that far out yet. But... I appreciate, I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the, uh, the kind comments that I hear. And uh, if you haven't yet, leave us a rating and or a review. I would really appreciate it. Love to hear what you think and the uh, ideas that you bring. Until next week, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs> <laughs>